It's Monkey Doo's Movie Reviews. Get a snack, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Lukey Doo's Movie Reviews. I'm your host, Luke White. I'm Daniel White. And I'm Ashley White. This week we are reviewing the 1991 release of Hook, rated PG. Dad chose the movie this week. So why did you, Dad? Well, for starters, this is my favorite movie of all time. It has been since I was younger than you, and it still is today. And I love Robin Williams. He's my favorite actor. I think he's the greatest entertainer of all time. And I think what Steven Spielberg was able to do with a classic story of Peter Pan and turn it into... An original sequel is just phenomenal. Wait, can can you just pause for a moment? Why did Steven Spielberg, my favorite director of all times, apologize for a great movie? That is a very good question. I think a lot of people have that question with him. I read articles online all the time, buddy, about how he just didn't feel like he had a lot of direction in this movie. He didn't know where he was taking it, but I think he hit a home run with it because I just remember loving it. Like I said, as a child and loving it as a teenager and loving it now in every area and walk of my life. I just remember spending countless hours at my grandparents' house, taking an old videotape, which you don't have any experience with putting it in a rewinder my grandfather, my pawpaws, Richard Petty race car rewinder. And then I would put it back in the VCR and I would play it again and just keep watching it. It's, it, I just think it is a beautiful movie. And that is why I would like to review Hook today. And also, before we get started, taking the wrong path or not knowing what you're doing leads to something good most of the time. So, Stephen... What the heck are you talking about? So, Dad, Mom, have anything else you want to say? I think we should get started. So let's get started with our favorite character or characters. So since Dad chose the movie this week, it's your turn to go first. Thank you. And I... uh... It's, it's tough. It's very rare that I'll watch a movie with Robin Williams where he will not be my favorite character, but uh, I, I give the edge to Captain Hook on this one. Uh, Captain Hook is one of my favorite villains in any sort of storytelling of all time, books, movies. Um, I think that Dustin Hoffman really embodied this character somebody you wouldn't expect to play him but he was the epitome of jealousy and evil and nastiness and what he was able to do with just the look in his eyes when he was angry or when he was being devious i just love it this is by far the best depiction of captain hook that we've seen on screen of all time or probably ever will okay since it's my turn to choose the movie next week I go now. My, I have a few. So, looks like I have about six. I'll tell you them. Peter, played by Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Wendy, played by Maggie Smith. Hook, played by Dustin Hoffman. 
Toodles, whoever he was played by. <laughs> Thud and Smee played by what's his name? Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. So, Mom, since you're going after me, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I had two favorite characters in this movie. I know a lot of people know that I love um, British performers, and you would think that I would select Maggie Smith automatically because she is a classically trained theater actress. And you love her. I do love her. However, in this movie, ever since I was little, my two favorite characters were Toodles and Thudbutt. Oh, I thought you would say Toodles and Smee. <laughs> nope. Toodles and Thudbutt. I lost them. Lost. What, what did you lose? I lost my marbles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on to favorite part. Since Dad went first this time, it's my turn. All right. And since Dad chose... Um, the last, um, I mean, since Dad chose this movie, best for last, since he's going last. Okay, so my favorite part, I have, I have three. It's snowing. Toodles, when, when Robin Williams knocks on the door, Toodles goes, it's snowing. He slams it right in their face. <laughs> yeah. My second favorite part was when Jack is crying and he pulls his head over his face. But why is that your favorite part? It's ridiculous. And when when everybody when the Lost Boys show Captain Hook the the clocks at the end, he's he's screaming with fear. He's like. Aah! No, that's pretty ridiculous, huh? <laughs> yes. So it's mom's turn. So my favorite part, I have two in this movie. My first favorite part Please, is, do you have two of everything? Not of everything, but a lot of things. Two kids, two favorite parts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my first favorite part is when they first arrive in Neverland and... Peter climbs up the mast to try and touch the hands of his children. And little Maggie says, come on, daddy, mommy could do it. It just gives a good shout out to all the strong moms out there. And I really, really loved it. Well, first of all, dad said this when we were watching it and reviewing it while we were taking notes. I, gee, he was like, geez, I, I wouldn't. I would just grab their hands and go home. I wouldn't lay there like a lump. My second favorite part, I think, is every child's favorite part, the food fight. At, when I was little, I wanted nothing more than to bathe in the contents of those pies. Yes. I wanted to eat it. I wanted to lay in it. I wanted to fight in it. I wanted every part of that meal. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. Okay. So, Dad, since best for last, it's your turn. Well, that's high praise coming from such 
a confident young man. So I appreciate that. My favorite part is also when Peter arrives to Neverland, but it's not when he's on the mast of the ship trying to reach his children. Um, I believe when he's walking around and he's seeing all the pirates for the first time and he thinks that he's like in some theme park or something bizarre, he definitely doesn't think he's in a real place. Ah! Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> I just can imagine Steven Spielberg handing Robin Williams a blank piece of paper and saying, you improvise this, the next three minutes of this movie. And I think his disbelief, I think all the comments he makes, I just think all of it is 100% what makes Robin Williams so great and brought something awesome to this movie. I think that the food fight as well, the never feast where he starts to remember that he's actually the pan. Uh, all of that is just so much fun. Well said daddy. Okay. So now let's move on to Lee's favorite character. So mom's turn to go first wait have you gone first yet i haven't gone first yet okay that leaves me best for last all right my least favorite character slash actor in this movie is tinkerbell slash julia roberts i i feel like some of it wasn't her fault the direction they took her wig and her costume was just awful um she looks like a flying, crusty, old leaf from a leaf She is not attractive and cutesy like what we think of when we typically think of fairies. Um, I, I really feel like they took that direction and it really did not serve her well. On top of that, her acting is just terrible. She has performed and in some ways outperformed her co-stars in other movies like Steel Magnolias and Pretty Woman and Erin Brockovich. However, this movie, she fails miserably. She fails miserably in uh, all of her roles, pretty much. It's your turn. <laughs> Is that the only one you had there? Thankfully, yes. All right. It's your turn. And I think I know who it is. I got to agree with mommy. And I also have to agree with you in the whole, uh, I think she fails in all roles. I think Julia Roberts is a beautiful woman. I think she's always been beautiful through all parts of her career. Um, even at the age she is now, I just never have found her to be a very great actress. Um, How old is she? 67,000? Probably. But... <laughs> Uh, as Tinkerbell, I don't really think Tinkerbell is somebody you have to cast perfectly. But like you said, you know, she did not, she wasn't even like a cute fairy. Correct. And, and that's weird because she's such a beautiful person in real life. When they put her in this role, everything just kind of fell flat. The only thing, in my opinion, that she had going for her didn't even go for her in this movie. Absolutely. So, you know, Tinkerbell's an important part of the Peter Pan story, but... Eh, sorry, Julia. We're we're giving you the Daryl Hannah treatment on this one. Mm -hmm. Right. So here, I I have a half one and a horrible one. So I'm gonna start with my half one, Liza, because she's a horrible babysitter. Wow, <laughs> she is a horrible babysitter. But also, 
just the way she's insane that makes her a good character. Yeah. Because of the direction they took with her. And um Robin Williams' daughter Maggie. What didn't you like about Maggie? Horrible. Horrible acting. Okay. Okay. So now let's move on to Lee's favorite part. So so it's dad's turn to go first again. So I think it's really funny that you one of your favorite parts was when Peter was on the mast trying to reach his children and Maggie says, come on, daddy, mommy could do it because that's my least favorite part as a dad. I, I understand. And as Lou kind of teased a little bit, if that were me on that mast, everybody knows that I love my kids and that I live for them and I would definitely die for them. So if that meant I had to jump off that mast and touch your outstretched hand, Lukey, and then fall and break my neck or whatever would happen. There's no amount of fear that would keep me from freeing you. But I'm kind of glad Robin Williams didn't do it because then we didn't get this awesome movie. So that's my least favorite part. It bugs me. It bugs me to my core as a dad. It shows the selfishness of this character in the very beginning. And I hate it. I absolutely hate it. First of all, did you notice something about um, how Jack looked a little like Jacob. A little bit. He does look a little a bit, bit like like our oldest kid, your big brother. <laughs> yeah. How about how about you, son? My least favorite part was Peter letting his son down. I don't like Peter just always making promises, and he can't do them all the time. Yeah. Um. It's kind of sad. I would totally be sad and angry at, at you if you did that to me. I understand. And it's just heartbreaking. So just thinking about if we were that bothersome relationship, it wouldn't be very good. And we've... Probably, well, we've had some problems that were working out. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing you can't overcome, though, huh? Yeah. So, Mom, it's your turn. I have two least favorite parts. <laughs> two of everything. What the heck? Just how I do. Two will do. So... My first least favorite part has always bugged me ever since I was little was when Tinkerbell transforms. It's completely unnecessary to the movie. It is very awkward in her kissing Peter Pan and just the whole thing. I, I felt like as a child watching other versions of Peter Pan that Peter Pan and Tinkerbell were kind of like the famous duo, but it was a platonic relationship. And even when Tinkerbell was jealous of Wendy, it was because Wendy was taking her role, not because she was taking Peter or Peter's affection. So for this dynamic to come between Tinkerbell and Peter, I just felt like it was uncomfortable. It wasn't necessary for a children's movie. Um, 
And it really just made everybody watching it uncomfortable. My second least favorite part is towards the end when Rufio dies. He dies, but before he dies, he says that he wishes he had a dad like Peter. And then Jack apologizes to Peter. That makes me so angry because throughout three fourths of the movie, Peter is the worst father. He treats Jack horribly. And although Jack is his happy thought towards the end, he never apologizes for his behavior. He just changes it. And I feel like as parents, it is so important to apologize to your children, to show your children that you are human too, and you make mistakes too. And here, the innocence of Jack carrying this burden of letting down his dad and betraying his dad, yet Peter never apologizes to him. And I really feel like it was a missed opportunity and it just irks me to my core as a parent. I can agree with that. I, if I may, you know, you may mention that maybe you and I sometimes have problems that we work out. And I think what you meant by that is exactly what mommy is saying. Um, you know, where I make a mistake with you, don't I always come to you and apologize? Because you and I are both strong-willed people. We well, both like to argue. I don't like to argue. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> but, and it's also sad that Wolfio died. Wolfio. <laughs> the entire time we were watching this movie, Luke kept calling Rufio Wolfio. Well, well, I thought it was Wolfio. And it's sad when Wolfio dies and he never got a chance to meet his father. And Wolfio was a great character. Shout out to Wolfio. Shout out to Wolfio. So let's move on to Dreamcasts. So I only have two, and it's my turn to go first. If he were still alive, Robin Williams still. And I have Toodles. That's my last one. Toodles would be played by Christopher Lloyd. Okay. I think he would be an excellent, an excellent one. Okay. Uh Mommy, why don't you start with Dreamcast if they were to remake this movie? So I went with all alive people because we are looking at it as though they were going to cast the movie today. So for Peter, we've already seen this gentleman play Captain Hook, although it was a very sad depiction of the movie. I, I believe that Hugh Jackman would play a great Peter Banning. So I would really like to see him play the protagonist in a new adaptation of this movie. Hugh Jackman! I do believe you mean he played Blackbeard in the movie Pan. Whatever. <laughs> Blackbeard, Blackbeard was, Pan, was in Pan? Yeah, that horrible, yeah. horrible it was so bad. prequel, yeah. Yeah. But you said it was good. No, 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 no it was really, really bad. No. Um, moving on, okay. If we were to have a Captain Hook, I would go with none other than Gary Oldman. Ooh, yeah. Gary oh, Oldman, he plays Sirius Black in um Harry Potter. Oh, that would be a good one. 
he can do good, he can do bad, he can do anything he sets his mind to. He's just an amazing actor, and I would love to see him play the character of Hook. Unlike Malfoy, who was a horrible Captain Hook. Jason Isaacs in the 2003 Peter Pan. I actually thought he was the bright spot in that movie, but continue. Let's, Let's continue with Dreamcast. For Wendy, I chose Olivia Coleman. Not many people know who Olivia Coleman is. <laughs> Just like me. But she is a British actress. Of course she is. And she has played Queen Elizabeth in The Crown. She oh. has portrayed many wonderful characters that I love and adore in my love of British film and TV. Wait a second. Amelda Staunton played. She played her as well, but Olivia Coleman also played the queen. For Smee, I also went with another Harry Potter actor, Timothy Spall. Who is that? Uh, Wormtail. Oh. You might also know him from Sweeney Todd. Yeah, Tim the Tail Sweeney Todd. That's right. And then lastly, for Toodles, I kind of stole this from my husband. I'm going with Jim Broadbent. Spoiler alert, there's my Toodles. (laughs) Jim Broadbent, for those who don't recognize the name, also from Harry Potter, Slugworth. Slughorn. Slughorn. Slugworth is from Willy Wonka. (laughs) Yeah, which they never really get to see the real one. Right. They just see Mr. Wilkinson. Milkinson, whatever Whatever. his name is. Whatever. So for me, I told Ashley this from the time we closed out our podcast last week um, that I already have heartburn trying to recast this movie because I do believe it is so perfectly casted, especially for the time. So don't say it. No, I've got to. Them's the rules, son. Yeah, you made them. So for Peter Pan and Peter Banning, I had to look for somebody who could play selfish just angry and uptight and then also on the flip side have to turn around and play the boyishly brave Peter Pan and I kept going Jason Bateman for a lot of it Um, but I I, I could definitely see him he's got the sarcasm um, and he does he has proven to be a great dramatic actor in roles such as Ozark um, not a family friendly. Not show. at all. Not at all. But I think my my number one choice, even more than that, would be Paul Rudd. I would love to see Paul Rudd do it. I think he could do it. I see him at the Never Feast. I see him flying around in Paul, green tights. Paul Rudd is a good actor, but not a good Peter Pan. Well, it's just my opinion. Good. <laughs> so those those are my two picks. Six or half dozen for me. Uh, for Captain Hook, I also had Gary Oldman as a choice, but then I also had, uh, I was, I had two, just like mommy, um, Christian Bale, because I think that those are the two greatest actors working in Hollywood today. If you take away Daniel Day-Lewis, since he's retired, these two, Daniel Day-Lewis, we'll explain it to you when you're older, son, (laughs) the greatest of all time, the goat. Um, but these two. Nobody transforms into a character like those two do. And I think they could could do a good Captain Hook. For Smee, I went with Andy Serkis. Ooh, that's a good one. Who the heck is Andy Serkis? Alfred in the new Batman movie. And Gollum. 
Yeah. In Lord of the Rings. Oh. He's a small guy. He's not really fat, but he could put on the weight, and I think Wait. he would play that version of Smee really Wait. well. Is he a little person? No, he's not a little person, but he's a little guy. He's like five four. So. I was expecting full four four. No, no, not quite that small. Uh, for Wendy, I feel like when you're remaking a movie that this person has been in, it's hard to recast them. Um, so I'm going to stick with Maggie Smith. Mm -hmm. She's still alive. She's still working. She looks the exact same. <laughs> She's always looked the same since she was 41. <laughs> Great, Maggie Smith. <laughs> and for Toodles, we already know Jim Broadbent, Professor Slughorn. So... That's that's who I have. So let's move on to overall thoughts. So it's mom's turn to go first. My turn again? Yeah. Okay. My overall thoughts about the movie is that it is beautifully done. The sets, the costumes, everything is beautiful, ornate, elaborate. I know being the interior decorator that I have inside me. I want to live in Hook's personal space in that boat. You'd, I'd come and save you. I feel like Steven Spielberg, he spared no expense. Hi, I'm which Steven Spielberg. I, I feel like a lot of movies tend to do today. They, they cheapen the films. They save money by using CGI. I'm really, really glad that CGI wasn't as much of a thing back then because everything, you know, you could visualize it because it was actually real. I, I feel like for the most part, there were no terrible child actors with the exception of the little curly headed boy that sits next to Peter during the food fight and he's mimicking the other children and he's just terrible, terrible child actor. I feel like we see so many terrible child actors today, um, whether they be cast for nepotism reasons or what have you. There, there just aren't a lot of good child actors out there today. But in this movie, overall, the child actors were amazing so my thoughts are overall this is a great film mm -hmm. okay so it's dad's turn well we all know how i feel about it to start it's my favorite of all time um i jotted down a couple of things here i could talk about this movie for 45 minutes to an hour by myself i will spare you <laughs> thanks honey. thanks <laughs> from the very opening scene where you kind of see the play of Peter Pan um, being told by Peter Pan's daughter and you still don't yet know what you're about to see and how it unfolds till the very last line to live would be an awfully big adventure. I think that again, Steven Spielberg knocked it out of the park. I don't understand why he doesn't understand it. Uh, maybe Maybe somebody should have a conversation with him. I know he's the greatest director of all time, but mm -hmm. I have not met a single person who's like, ah, oh, Hook, that movie's not very good. I love the soundtrack, the score. It's a great score. John Williams does not miss. 
You know, he's responsible for Indiana Jones. He's done Star Wars, Jurassic Park, Jaws, all these iconic Mm -hmm. movie scores. And I believe that for me, Hook is up there in that tier. And John Williams and Steven Spielberg did a lot with each other. They sure did. They really did. And I think that they are a a great duo when making a film. Speaking Uh, of Star Wars, when Peter goes to Neverland, you can see George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah. The the couple that's kissing? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Which Carrie Fisher was Leia and George Lucas was the one who made Star Wars a great thing. Good shout out, Lukey. Yeah. Uh, the costumes, the set, the the acting, the storytelling. I think every aspect of this movie is perfect. You get action, you get drama, you get comedy. And I just catch myself smiling every time I watch this movie. It puts me in a great mood. And I did it this time. And again, it's to me just perfect. It's It's just a perfect movie. Yeah. And my overall thoughts are... The, this movie, I give it a four and a half. The the half that I don't like just all goes to Peter's daughter. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> We're putting you on the Daryl Hannah trip. Oh, man. Oh, so is, is that going to be a new thing? Or are we just going to have like the Daryl Hannah award for every, <laughs> every well, movie? <laughs> we should call least favorite girl character. We should... We should call, we should make a category called Daryl Hannah Trip. That's right. All right. Who's the Daryl Hannah of this movie? Yeah. Yeah. So it could be a boy, too. There are plenty of guys in movies I don't like. Yeah. And plenty of guys named Daryl. So there's one more bonus question. We've had a lot of these. Um, what is one of your happy thoughts? Ooh, that's a good one. So it's dad's turn to go first. Well, there are a lot of reasons why I love this movie in all walks of my life. Watching it as an adult and as a dad now, I totally relate to Peter's happy thought being the moment he became a dad. And you can take that as when I first met you, honey, with Jacob. Um, You know, I knew that Jacob was going to be my child at some point. And that I embraced that and I loved him like my own. And it just made me feel good that he embraced me as a father figure in his life. And then, of course, the day that I watched you enter the world and you were crying, you were screaming. And the nurse was just like looking at me, seeing this look of terror and bewilderment on my face. And she said, just talk to him. And I said, hey, buddy. And immediately your crying stopped and you in your eyes and then I just felt like I felt like I could fly and those those two moments being a daddy that's it for me those are my happy thoughts so and now it's mom's turn similarly my happy thoughts are watching my children laugh when I'm in a bad mood I can hear my children's laughter in my head and it just calms me i love the sound of pure joy and and the the 
best hearing of your joy, I think, is my baby laugh. Oh. And I still laugh if I laugh hard enough. I I could laugh like that. You do. And I love it. Yeah. What's your happy thought, Luke? My family. Doing this podcast with y'all and having my a great enough family and just us having a great relationship. It's a beautiful happy thought. Mm -hmm. Well, what do we got next week, Luke? Well, next week we are having a surprise. Ooh. What movie are we are we doing? It's your turn to pick. Coraline. Coraline. The 2009 release with Dakota Fanning, Jennifer Saunders, and Ian McShane. Yep, Ian McShane. I can't believe we're already on episode four. We've all we've already gone around and everybody's picked a movie. Yeah. And can I say something real quick? Hmm. Since this podcast will be uh, releasing on Father's Day, I want to say a very special happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Daddy, that includes you. Oh, thank happy, you. Likewise. Happy Father's Day to any father in the world. Yeah, Dad, I know you listen each week. So, Dad slash Granddaddy, happy Father's Day to you. Mm-hmm. Happy Father's Day to you, Granddaddy, Steve. That's right. Absolutely. Happy Father's Day, Granddaddy Steve. Yeah, Grandpa Scrooge. I mean, Grandpa, Grandpa Steve. <laughs> Whatever you are, we wish you a happy Father's Day. You're the best. So, I guess that's it for today. So, we love our listeners and and just swipe sl- slide a comment whenever you want. We'll be happy to share our thoughts and feelings with you every Sunday. That's right. And we love you. Thank you for listening. Bye.